0: Right, episode four. Episode four. Episode four of the Two Chubby Clubs podcast. Um, And we are calling this one, But I Don't Fit In. And those are words that we have said many times in many situations, am I right? I don't fit into t-shirts, I don't fit into trousers. Now this is all about our experiences going along to clubs, going along to gyms, and all sorts of places where you think you might not be welcome. And the wider community. community. um, Obviously we'll talk about our own experiences, but if you're out there and you're worried about fitting in, then hopefully... This will give you a bit of comfort yeah. or, you know, it will give you an excuse not to go. I um, How's your week going? Not too bad, actually. Yeah, I'm still doing okay. Still you just, little you little just want to be the class swat of this recording, yeah. don't you? <laughs> I'm doing ever so well. I've followed Miz. the plans. <laughs> no, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Okay. In January. Yeah. I always think we do better in winter than summer. We tend to fall off the wagon in the summer. Yeah, but you know where that is, don't Ice you? cream. Well, it is ice cream. But also, Boo. summer is designed to make fat people feel awkward and yeah. sad because of all the heat. Yeah, winter, but that's only when people feel all um all energized to lose weight. Yeah. But we've always it. done much better over winter, strangely. True, true. And then because then it always builds towards Christmas and you can ruin it all and start again in January. That still counts as winter, so that's mm-hmm. good. So if you're listening now in January when we're recording this, um hopefully you're on the start of the journey with us. Uh obviously a bit later on, you later in the year, it's all still relevant, so it's It's perfect. all good advice, we hope. Okay. Um don't worry, Paul, I'll ask myself how I'm doing on the, on this uh oh, week. Well, Jeez. How are you doing? Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I am here. I am. I'm doing all right. You know, Um, the gym's helping this time around uh, because when I lose a bit of focus on what I'm eating, um, because I've got a routine at the gym, it helps focus the mind rather a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, You know, so I'm doing new exercises and I always like the fact the first couple of weeks when you start a new gym routine, it always feels like an absolute knacker. And then it starts kicking in, doesn't it? And yeah. it becomes a little bit easier and you have to push yourself more. But that's what's helping me stay on track. A good gym makes all the difference, I think. A gym, McDonald? <laughs> oh, you're a horrid. <laughs> so <laughs> the, Ma- the Manchester accident in the last podcast has now been replaced by... Jerry Adams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry no, no, a good a good gym makes all the difference. Um, The one that... We go to different ones, don't we? Hmm. But the one I go to is really good because the machines have televisions and YouTube and Netflix on them so I can watch stuff while exercising. I think that speaks to our different priorities there. like You go to a gym because it's got Netflix on the machines. I go to the gym because in front of my treadmill there's a mirror, so behind me I can see all the meatheads exercising. (laughs) It's just such a chore. But there you go. (laughs) But we've been to ones before, the cheaper ones, where where you pay like whatever it is, 10, 20 quid a month, and all you can see is a roundabout and... Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get along with that at all because i just get bored. Yeah. So I think having something to watch makes all the difference. Yeah. Well, and I think as well, if um, a good slimming class makes all the difference, if you are going to class, mm-hmm. um, one of them, a good one of them can make massive amounts of yeah. difference. If you've got a good consultant, a good group of people behind you, you can do fantastically. Whereas if you've got a, a rubbish one, yeah. everyone work. seems to have a, a horror story as well with their class. Yeah. Well, we're going to touch on um, fitting in at gyms and swimming clubs Um as we go along, aren't we? But so, yes, two, we're two very determined people this week, aren't we? You're mm, doing yeah. well, I'm doing well. Really, a mm. couple more extra weeks, there won't be 11 stone each, won't we? So oh, I'm gotcha. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm gutted, actually. That it has not all melted off, but there we are. Right. So, in terms of fitting in, when have you felt like you haven't fitted in? Oh, God, Is there so. a past tense of fit? Fit. Fat. Fatted <laughs> in. Yeah, whenever you fatted when have in, I well? fatted in. <laughs> when I was at my heaviest, I felt. Incredibly self conscious, mm-hmm. really, really self. And my heaviest, like people were looking. What was your heaviest? About 25 stone. Okay, 28 stone in college, isn't it? Oh, god, yeah, I was 28 stone, yeah, yeah, yeah. very briefly. But uh, yeah, yeah, like you walk down the street and people would look and point at mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't very nice at all, yeah, yeah. What about you? Um, it's a funny thing. I, I I'm one of these people. as Well, you know this. When we first started going out, I was very self-conscious about how I looked. It didn't matter if I was thin, fat, or whatever. I used to be very kind of um, worried that people were looking, worried what people were saying. And now I couldn't give a fuck, could I? No. Yeah. Could not give a toss. Because I refuse to waste life worrying about what people think. Because yeah. I'm never going to see them again. Yeah, I don't care if someone looks at me and thinks, oh, that's fatty bum bum. <laughs> I don't give a monkey's toss. Because... If these, if you don't know someone, why care about their opinion? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but in terms of fitting in, so because of that, back way back when, when I used to care, um, I hate pretty much any situation. People don't realize. I think I said this on the TV. So apologies if it's a soundbite that you've heard before, but <laughs> it, it's a good one. People don't realize that overweight people make their world smaller. Yeah. In so many different ways um without thinking about it yeah uh-huh. so we wouldn't go to the cinema yeah because i mean you would never think weight would affect going to the cinema mm-hmm. but i never used to like going because you'd be sat in a row and if you needed the loo and you had to squeeze past everyone yeah it's all right if you're a skinny mini but if you were someone of my size you're stepping on people's feet you, you know <laughs> they're trying to watch a movie and they've got your like 48 inch ass in their face You and know, I, w- I wouldn't want to go back up the stairs as well coming back being all out of breath but that's true <laughs> I think we went to see Toy Story. It was like horror when you oh, came back with your heavy breathing, wasn't <gasps> it? <laughs> no, that's it's true, but we didn't really realise. Um, when we did lose all that weight, that 10 stone in the year, mm-hmm. it was only afterwards we'd say things like, oh, we would never have done this mm-hmm. if we were still fat. Mm-hmm. We didn't like going to restaurants, no. because you're. All, I, we used to be worried about people judging you for eating. You know, you're sitting down for your, for your main course, and you don't want people going, really? Yeah. Really? Do you really be have having that? that? <laughs> Do you know one place I think people should not care at all about not fitting in? Is it the gym? Yeah, well, let's talk, let's, yeah, let's talk about the gym. We please. get a lot of people saying, I don't go to the gym because people are going to look, they're going to mm-hmm. laugh. And they shouldn't because they don't. They really don't. People, everybody goes to the gym to improve themselves. Yep. Nobody goes to the gym to stare at other people mm-hmm. and judge them. Everyone there is in their own little bubble. So if, if that's what you're worried about, don't be. Mm-hmm. Don't be. But how long did we put off going? Exactly, because we thought it'd be full of meatheads that would make us feel unwelcome and wouldn't want us there and we'd look silly and daft. And it was all... We didn't have to worry at all. We were absolutely fine. And we're aware of the hypocrisy of saying about judging people and calling people meatheads. But meatheads, in our world, is very affectionate, isn't it? It's a very kind of bulky, muscly guy um, who we admire greatly, (gasps) don't we? There's no judgment there. Do you remember that dickhead, though? At the... uh... David Lloyd? The David Lloyd one who would do the weights
1: and every time he'd
0: pick them up he'd go fuck! And yep. he'd drop them. Yep. Oh, what every single rep it was pick up fuck oh, so drop them yeah. and then about five seconds of peacocking in front of the mirror. Okay yeah fair enough you do get the occasional prick and but you know what they just make tits of themselves yeah. don't they? And they're very easy to tune out. Put some music on, watch a bit of telly, look out the window, do whatever you need to do. When you're focused on what you're doing, you won't even realise the people that are around you in the gym. Exactly. Absolutely don't, because everyone's happy themselves. And also, take advantage of the trainers that are there as well, because they can show you how to use the equipment properly Mm -hmm. and get the most out of it. Mm -hmm. And you're never going to be, well, okay, maybe you will be, but chances are you're not going to be the biggest person there. Yeah. And even if you are, who cares? Yeah, exactly. But I, if I see someone on the machines, I I mean, I'm speaking, including myself in this one. I just see someone trying to better themselves. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's never going to be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it took us a while to break the back of going there and getting it into a routine. But now we are. You realize that it's, we should, why delay it? Why delay it? Yeah. Plus, our gym's great. So, um, yeah, we go to two different gyms, don't we? Because you, you won't win. go to the one I go to. It's run by the there. same. It's, well, it's run by the council, but I go yeah. to one in a different town. Yeah, because I like it. See, we did try. Uh, we've we've tried all all the different styles as well. have we? So we tried the we tried the hundred pounds a month membership at uh, a premium gym, yep. where it had you know a sauna and a steam room that smelled of oranges and a swimming pool and blah, blah blah blah. And the swimming pool had a little bit where they have big water spouts that would chuck water at your back, and it was meant to massage you. Yeah, remember that? I just douched. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> didn't. That's um, gross. <laughs> we've done dead cheap ones as well, which, mm-hmm. like we said before, were just boring. Mm-hmm. But actually, for all that gyms are good, and yeah, exercise is important. You know, just if you if you are feeling self conscious about going to the gym, just go out and walk. Yeah, walking is a great way to lose weight. When I when we started off losing all the weight. We started off with walking. It wasn't yeah. until we were a couple of weeks in that we started going to the gym. Yeah. And we lost tons of weight. If, you, if you're if you not used to moving, mm-hmm. and <laughs> you start us. walking, even Static. just small amounts. Yeah. And when I started off, when I was really big, Is at work I parked a little bit farther away, which was probably only about a minute's distance walking. Yeah, But well, I did that twice a day, walking to and from the car, and the weight was melting off. Well, cause, because it sounds like nothing now to say a minute, two minutes. Mm. But actually, if you genuinely don't move, which we got in the habit yeah. of, Never moving, Mm -hmm. um, just start off and then you'll never look back. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, um, so in gyms, we've we've talked about that, and there really isn't much to say to say other than say just just go, just go. But a great alternative to a gym is a boot camp or a hit class, which is what (laughs) we also do. And yes. I love it. Okay. So I do think I would. The boot camp is another situation where we thought we wouldn't fit in because you've got the gym and then you've got a boot camp which is ultra strict and ultra hard. We thought we wouldn't be able to do it because of the actual amount of exercise involved, but yeah. it was tailored, and I'm guessing most of them are. It's tailored towards um doing whatever doing the most of what you can, yeah. isn't it? So, you might get people that are ultra fit and they could do so much more, yeah. but you're still pushing yourself. Yeah. So, and it's high intensity interval training, is what they call it. Is that what it stands Yeah, up? yeah. And it's all about. Um, I thought it was a typer, I thought it was like, hey. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> no, no, So like an ultra fit person could do like 50 star jumps, mm. whereas a big person could do five. But I as long do as five star bars. Five, oh, I love a star bar. But it's all about it's, when you compare it, it's like the same amount of effort yeah. kind of. Thing. Yeah. So, you the one we go to. Um, a class. You've got all types of shapes and sizes there. Mm-hmm. I and mean, it's brilliant. Absolutely love it. It's and ev- great fun. Everyone at the end of it, it's quite a good uh, equaliser, really, isn't it? Because yeah. everyone at the end of it is absolutely fucked, dripping with sweat. Yeah. But enjoyed themselves. Yeah. I mean... I hated the first one. The only thing that ruins it for us, our class, is that they play the awful bloody music, isn't it? Well no, it's yeah, that's the best oh, of about a power punch most of the time it's happy bloody hardcore. <laughs> it's like all right, I'm not fifteen in a voxel Nova here, you know, what I mean? Jesus. But but yeah, so that that was a big step, wasn't it? Yeah. And that's so a- what we did for that was we do forty five minutes three times a week. Yeah. But it was just different. Yeah, I would I the first one I hated because I wasn't used to exercising that hard. Mm-hmm. And actually it's not really that hard, but it was only hard because we hadn't done anything. Yeah. Um but as soon as it's finished we felt fantastic and what did we find out that we liked from that so whilst you're thinking about it i'll um i'll tell you what i thought oh uh, what i found out which i just didn't think i'd enjoy at all i really like boxing oh I'm not no, sure. I, I mean admittedly it's partly because i get to stand and punch you about but <laughs> yeah it's yeah. great stress relief that's all i'm saying um but i really like that yeah. and that that's something i would never have considered before and these classes uh throw you in with other people who you know which is nerve-wracking in and of itself. Mm. But actually, it was just having a good time. And yeah. you, l- we learnt about our bodies, didn't uh, we? <laughs> I really like the circuit ones, where you do like 30 seconds of ropes and then 30 seconds of sit-ups mm. or whatever. I mm. really like those ones, because I like the variety. You remember the, uh not consultant, what would you say? Instructor? Yeah. The trainer. Yeah. Uh Asked us to do this exercise where you were... Su- well, I thought... You were supposed to lie on your back, put your legs behind your ankle, uh, legs behind your ears, <laughs> which to be fair, yeah, that's fairly standard for me. And then pop your legs up on the frame behind you, didn't it? Yeah, so you had to, yeah, so and, uh, you were laying with your legs in the air. So, yeah. in retrospect, it was a, it was a stretching exercise for your back muscles. Yeah. However, I didn't get the I didn't get the full instruction, did I? And I was hanging there like a friggin' bat, wasn't I? <laughs> All you know, at the time, 19 stone of me hanging by my ankles <laughs> off this round. I was like, This really hurts. He's like, No, mate, you're you not a me bat, me you're not a bat, you don't yeah. need to hang around. I was like, ah, Okay, but that's the thing. So, I mean, if you get things wrong, you make a bit of a tick yourself, doesn't matter, does it? Because if, like, Everyone, there's yeah, no judgment. And it's great fun. So, yeah. I really don't want it to say if, if you have got a hit class in your area, definitely give it a go. You really like it, even if you think that you're, you're too big or you're not healthy enough, it doesn't matter. Go along, mm-hmm. it's. I hate to say, it, but I found it really enjoyable, and I never thought I'd say that about why, exercise. Why would you hate to say that? Well, you said I hate to say because it, it sounds enjoyable. so wanked, doesn't it? Ooh, it does ooh, actually. Ooh. No, but it, it's true. You know, it's easy to kind of hide yourself away from yeah. exercise, yeah. and you can certainly lose weight and not. do... I mean, we've talked about this before, haven't we? Mm. You can lose weight without doing exercise. Without exercise, but. I always go back to, yeah, that's fine. You know, you might be stick thin, but if you get out of breath pulling the top of your yogurt off, you know, yeah. get, it's, it's not worth it. You might as well improve your body as well as your weight. There's yeah. more important things than your waist size. Mm-hmm. And the more weight you lose, the more you're going to want to exercise because it feels good and you look good. Mm-hmm. And the results are tangible. <laughs> Is that the right? One? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, not... Anyway, so yes, that's us. That's our little exercise story. I mean, it's school. It's cool. It's cool. In um, PE lessons and stuff like that, how did you get on? I didn't do PE. Why didn't you do PE? Remember? I did PE in year seven, um, but then I broke my arm. Yeah, um, when I was in the start of year eight. Yeah, and I was only meant to be off PE for like four weeks, but I just never did it again. Uh, okay. I just milked it. Fair enough. That's, uh, that's fair enough. I was always like the one keeping score in rounders and stuff like that. I um, I led out a, a strike almost of about ten. How can we say this delicately? Of the larger. Or the more effeminate, or the you know the most socially backward people in RPE PE classes, the faggot kids, pretty much. And I didn't want to do PE anymore because our teacher was a right tyrant, and so we we just basically stopped. We stopped taking part, and we used to stand at the end of the field and just talk. And then one day we took it too far because we arranged to have a picnic, so <laughs> we we went out. Yeah, you know, and they're playing rugby. But actually, I was quite good at rugby, so probably it wasn't that. It was probably football or something. Crap like that, and we took a little wicker basket out with sandwiches oh, in. God, we got absolutely fucking bolished. But, oh, but we never had to do PE again, so it worked. Who <laughs> would have you. Yeah, that was the same teacher threw a shoe off my head. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there you go. Um Right, so that was our PE and our yes, maybe, maybe actually, maybe that's where our fear of exercise comes from. Is that we weren't pushed into it at school? Maybe I was lucky as well because mine was a PE school. You know, like to have the specialist status. Mm. As was a sports one. And they were all about PE, so I'm well, really glad I got out of it. Mine was a language school, so I was just <laughs> like, "No PE teacher, je suis désolé." <laughs> <laughs> so, where else don't you fit in, Paul? Huh? Um, Small spaces, mm, lifts, yeah, coffins, pretty much, cars, pretty much. Clothes yeah. shopping was always a pain in the ass. Yeah, well, n- less so now, though, don't you find? Yes, yeah. uh, I know it's okay now because we've got more variety because mm-hmm. well, we can fit mm-hmm. into normal clothes. But that, I mean, that's the worst part, especially, I mean, forgive me, anyone out there who falls outside of this, but I'm only speaking of our own experience here. When you're younger and you can't wear the clothes that your peers are wearing, yeah. because they, you know, unless you stitch two of them together, you're not getting into them. <laughs> yeah. um, that can be difficult, can't yeah. it? Um, and you end up wearing kind of, kind of older clothes or baggy clothes and you yeah. hide yourself away. And... That can be a bit demoralising when you see people looking... Stu- I mean, for God's sake, I've never cared about fashion in my life, yeah. as of you, clearly. On um, the most unfashionable person going. Yeah, but that's refreshing though, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when we are at our biggest, um, mm-hmm. the only place we could get our clothes was cotton traders. Yeah, oh, fucking hell. And there's nothing worse than you know, going out with social engagement and you look like a 60-year-old uh-huh. gardener. Yeah, Let's go to a garden centre to get oh. our clothes. Where to get that top you're wearing now, babe. <laughs> <laughs> the rugby it's top. comfy it's rugby tops for people who never play rugby it's comfy okay no i mean that's fair enough I, and now now for clothes you can get yeah i just use asos don't i the big and the big and yeah. tall man's shop um, but it's nice being able to go along Do you remember the first time when we lost that 10 stone mm. we walked past an H M and m and we, we could like, go oh. in we can actually go in the shop now, and they're not going to shoe us out. And I didn't even have, we didn't even have to get the biggest yeah. size either. I mean, I, that was a great feeling. I was an L, yeah. But at the same time, you know, don't I don't put too much stock in what I, in, in the sizes and stuff like that because yeah. even be comfortable it, is the most important thing. Yeah, and actually, if you're wearing stuff that, yeah, you know, that you're confident in, as opposed to you know, wearing stuff like just because you have to, you have to wear the fat clothes. Um, you'll you'll always look better. Confident person always looks better, don't they? I tell you, it was a nightmare for clothes shopping. Hmm. Japan. Oh god, yeah, we could get... didn't go. The sizes were extra, extra small, extra yeah. small, small, medium. That was it. Well, okay, so I'll, I can tell you a little story. A couple of months ago, I was looking for some. How could I put it, it's delicately fetish wear, <laughs> and um, I you know we found a website which catered for um, what I was looking for. It was a baby girl. It fucking wasn't a fucking baby cry. Jesus, well, I'm gonna go like Matt Lucas and shooting stars. Yeah, okay. That's no, not it was just it's, it's, I think it was um it was just something. Anyway, and I put my sizes in uh to see what I could buy and the 3XL option was a 36 inch waist. I was like, come on. It's like a medium, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean <laughs> in no in no world. In no world at all should a thirty-six-inch waist be classed as a three XL. No, because and the, the problem is with that. And you look at that, and you think, "I am not that fat." <laughs> well, I mean, I am, but you know, you don't need you don't need yeah. You know, when you are feeling happy about yourself, you don't need to be made to feel terrible because yeah. you know you can't fit into a, um, a, a, an outfit, shall we say? <laughs> <Outfit>. <laughs> <laughs> what coming up next on our podcast, Sex Talk? <laughs> um, so, in terms of um, in terms of clothes size, I'm just trying to think. When when we did lose the weight, even then no, I was a thirty six inch waist, was I? Which is still cluster I think that's as average now. But I was at that point I was bloody bone, wasn't I? Yeah. So just don't set too much stock by your actual sizes because Just get out of a size that you're comfortable exactly. with you'll know when you're here. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like the whole BMI thing. Yeah. If you take my BMI for my height, uh, I should be ten and a half stone. And even when I was skinny, 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 I was about four stone off that. Mm-hmm. So it's just go to wherever you're comfortable. Well, half your weight's in your head, of course. <laughs> well, I'm certainly carrying about twenty-two stone of dead weight <laughs> on. Oh. <I? laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. That, that barber's a unnecessary one. Keep that in. <laughs> Have you had any bother getting fitness clothes? Nah. No, you used to, no, you used to yeah. but now yeah. because everywhere's catering for bigger and bigger and bigger, it's not a problem anymore. I tend to go a bit baggier for fitness clothes just because I like... Well, you go baggier for everything though, don't you? Yeah, but I just find if you're, like, if you're on an elliptical trainer or anything like that, yeah. it helps to have a bit of stretch, doesn't it? Oh, you see, I don't like that because, it, again, it's a whole thing about, you know, not giving a toss what people think. I'd rather wear mm. tighter clothes because, especially if you're on like, a running or something like that, you want everything kind of tucked in as opposed to flapping about, don't you? Nothing worse yeah, than being I don't cycle think by a like, lycra or anything like that. Oh, I've gone no, no, too right? conscious, self-conscious no, I mean, for that. This tight and then being able to tell whether well, you're circumcised tight. I don't want that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's all about limits. But you know the baggy clothes thing. How often? I mean, how? What did I used to wear? I used to wear like I was like going around looking, like a ghost, wasn't I? And just mm. like massive baggy things. Actually, that's true. When we lost a lot of the weight, it it did take quite a bit of convincing for yourself to. Mm-hmm. Um, move from baggier clothes to more stuff that fitted better. Mm-hmm. That was quite a change. And it did make a lot of difference. But do you think that is down to body positivity? Yeah, you know, you, know. like if you feel positive about your body, yeah. if you feel happier in your frame, then you're not asked so much about having to hide everything away, are you? Yeah. I find body positive positivity a bit of a strange thing. Because uh, everyone should feel happy and content with themselves. Uh-huh. But also, I think there's a danger... And I think it started to creep in a while ago, but I haven't seen as much of it lately. Where it's almost encouraging people to be unhealthy. to be overweight. And I think there's a sometimes the extremes was a bit too much of that. Where people should always be happy in themselves and confident. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean it can't be a bad thing to be healthier. You know no. I mean? no, no, no. And there are some people out there that say that things like it's good to be fat and it's. Like there's, a, you've heard this thing about where there's an idea of having a natural weight. No, where if you're big, it's because that is the natural state for you. Well, and maybe that you shouldn't try me be weight. I don't know. Maybe some, there's a degree of truth in that, though, because you think some people are naturally skinny. They are. Like my yeah. sister. Look at my sister. Yeah. My sister is, what, well, probably a size eight. And eats like an... She eats like I do. Yeah. Like a starving sailor. Yeah. And she never puts on weight. And more power to help So yeah, okay. if people can be naturally skinny, then perhaps people can be naturally fat. But it was, it was more of an idea of where if you are really overweight, then mm. you shouldn't try to lose weight because if you're overweight, that is what your body wants. It was very, very extreme when mm. you see these things. I think... It's not that common. If you're naturally overweight and you're happy like that, and you're happy... With the risks it entails, then there's no harm in that for yourself. Yeah. It's the same with anything. It's the same with, you know, drink or drugs or smoking. If you're happy with the risks and you're happy with the outcome, then more power at your elbow. Crack on, do yeah. you? You're only here once. Well, yeah. yeah. So to me, body positivity is a fantastic thing. Do you know, we get in our group, there are so many people, um, mainly ladies, but sometimes men, which is always a bonus for us, who will post pictures of themselves in their costumes or like sw- swimming costumes, I mean, <laughs> and they don't give a fuck. And yeah. it really shows. That's quite refreshing to see. It is. It really is because that's how people should be. If you're out there, like if you're on holiday, oh, it makes me feel so sad because you do see it when you're out and about. Yeah. You see people kind of like covered up, hiding away, staying back well, on the beach. Do. Huh? That used to be us. It did. And now, you just think, you pay all that money, you go away. Stop giving a fuck what people think. And how many times have I said this to you, right? If you could name, if you could even bring to mind, like, on our way in this morning, anyone you passed in the street, what they were wearing, what they looked like, could you even think of one? No. no. And you think how busy it is outside... That's what it's like. There was a man walking down the street with a sombrero. I remembered him. And there was a guy uh, running in shorts, which was he was outrageous. <laughs> he? You're I didn't need to run after him. Yeah. Hateful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but, yeah, it's true. And you, unless you were really, really looking for it, you wouldn't be able to remember anyone that you met yesterday or no. the day before, no. especially if you didn't talk to them. And that's why you shouldn't give a fuck what people think of you, because if they form an opinion of you based on your looks, they're dickheads. they are dickheads. You'll never see them again. And they'll forget about you the next second, the second someone else comes along who they can judge. Hmm. So. You do you. Well, do you know what? There's a lot of truth in that, though. There is a lot of truth. And I've wasted, personally, I've wasted years of my life caring what other people thought. And now I've gone the other way. It's so much easier. Hmm. It's so much easier. And do you think there's a certain. Because I'm just thinking of myself here. There's a certain pressure on men to look a certain way. Yes, but not as much as women. I think women oh, have it harder. Absolutely, they um, do. But do you not think that the male side of things don't really get talked about as much? In what way? What do you mean? What do you think? Right. You obviously... You see, you see that in the papers, for example. You'll see, oh, this actor has... Look, at he's piled on the pounds and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of that nonsense. Yeah, yeah. and whenever you see... Although, actually, I'm going to catch up with myself here, right? You used to see the very same type of man in an advert. You never yeah. used to see anyone with a dad bar yeah. or a beard. Yeah, you know what I mean? And actually, it's, it, really, have you noticed? I mean, it's, I wonder why we noticed this. <laughs> but that started creeping in, which is yeah. a good thing. Um, I think there is a pressure. Again, I used to say, definitely not as strong as it is for women. But there is definitely a pressure on men hmm. to look a certain way. I do think we maybe have it easier being bigger gay men, because well, we have the bear community. We do, we do. Which, if you don't know what that is, that's just basically a fat, hairy man in the gay world. It's called a bear. Yes, uh, well, two chubby cubs. The cubs part of that comes from what is a young bear, a cub. We can't get away with that anymore. I don't know what the threshold is. <sighs> so Let's what? go for 40. Yeah, let's keep moving that threshold yeah. until, <laughs> until we need to rebrand. it be like the two burly bears or something. Yeah. So that I think we're sense quite sense. lucky that we've got away with it a bit more because we get a lot of acceptance through that. We do, but there did used to be, I mean, growing up, there did used to be, I feel, a lot more pressure to be body beautiful in the gay yeah. community. Especially there is when you're the, younger, yeah. 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 yeah, and there isn't now. There isn't now and because... No, there might be. We just don't know because we're old. Well, yeah, but there's also, like, the internet and stuff like that. So if you're growing up now and you've got specialised, you know... I mean, obviously there's Grinder for just general gay hookups, but then there's Growler for the more husky... The chunky gentleman. man, yeah. You know, so I feel like, you know, that whole there's a jar for every lid sort of thing. Yeah. It's true. You know, if you're a fat person... Or an overweight person or a hairy person, whatever, someone's going to find you attractive mm. because everyone finds something attractive. Do you know what I do think is quite funny when you see sometimes like um, straight men who are a bit chunky, a bit bearded, yeah. a bit nerdy, yeah. and they think that they're like ugly and no woman would ever want them? And you always <laughs> you think, if you were gay, you would be a god <laughs> in our <laughs> yeah. world. Well, how many times in the supermarket do we go, oh, he's nice? Yeah. And you think, I wonder if he gets that from. Like other people. Yeah. And wouldn't it be nice yeah. just to be able to say, I think you're a really good looking man without like thinking I'd get my head put through the freezer, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, that's why we wish I'd deal for men to help improve their confidence. Well, that's because you're a sexist pig. <laughs> Although it's not really sexist, I suppose. Well, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um so that's it about fitting in. Um I, I think um I'd not I don't think it's as hard as people think. Um Do you fit in now? I think I fit in better than I used to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel more confident in myself. Yeah. And a lot of that is down to losing the weight. Yeah, because when I was at my heaviest, I felt really, really low about it. Yeah. So yeah, I feel much better. See, so, I think, I think I fit in, but I don't care anyway. Oh well. There you well, know. no, I don't. Yeah, I don't care. Right. Um, I think getting older has a part of that as well. I think the older you get, the less you give a fuck. Because <laughs> the less time we've got to worry about <laughs> it, yeah, you haven't got the luxury. We'll be of dead like soon anyway. Hand wringing <laughs> Yeah, probably quicker than everyone else because of all the obesity. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Um, I think that'll do for this episode. If you've enjoyed what we've had to say or you've got any comments, feed it back to us. Yeah. Give us a like and subscribe uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast and want to hear more. And if uh, you want some help and support as well, come along to the group and the page on yeah, Facebook. Absolutely. There's loads of support there. Everyone is dead nice. You'll get loads of support there. And if you are someone who is struggling with fitting in or you've got concerns about the gym or classes or just general you know, day-to-day, what Paul's just said, join our group, have a look, post and just see the kindness of people who will all be about trying to, like, G you up and get you along. it's And it's fantastic. There's no reason to be sat there thinking that there's no place for you because there always is. Yeah. My God, we need a really cheesy theme tune now, don't we? That's what just we need. on a fortune cookie. Shut your face. Should we do a few questions? Yeah. So we, were asked, um, we asked everyone to send in questions, and we will be picking them entirely at random, so Lord knows what's going to turn up. Um, Paul, just pick one. Okay, so... Um... Sam from Spain, oh Ooh. hola. says, "How <laughs> to make accent. courgette more flavoursome? I've tried everything, but it's still a poor man's cucumber or marrow. So, recipe, please, boys." I agree with that. Actually, um, I'm not curry. a huge fan of courgette. No curry. Um, we do an is it an aubergine and courgette curry? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's nice. That was one of the older recipes, isn't it? Uh huh. There's a moussaka yeah. recipe on the blog because, of course, there is. Because as soon as you need to do a vegetarian recipe, moussaka, moussaka's like aubergine, isn't it?
1: Huh?
0: Misaka's aubergine. Is it? it? Well, shut my face. I am... Um, actually, I think you're right. Oh, well, mind. There was something we did where we sliced it up. What was that for? I don't know. But That's the thing with thing. courgette is it carries flavour. So on its own, it's really dull and really kind of hard to make exciting. Yeah. But if you put it in a curry or some kind of stew, you'll get there. It's great for bulking things out. Yeah, it is. It is. It's also good for making what's traditionally something dry a lot moister. So we make a really nice Mm -hmm. courgette and turkey meatloaf. I know that sounds gross, doesn't it? We do a courgette and turkey meatloaf, and it works really well in that. Because turkey mince, especially if you get the 2% stuff, can be quite dry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas a courgette really helps to pad it out. So it's it's nice in a meatloaf. And if you think, fuck it, I'm not going to be able to make it tasty in a main course, it actually makes a really good cake. So a lemon and courgette cake is really tasty. It also makes fantastic chips. We tried this and we weren't sure it was going to what? work. Yeah, yeah. We um Courgette chips? We made some baked cheesy courgette chips. It's on the website. Go have a look. Go Google it. Okay. I mean, we, we could take Paul's word for it, but if you're ever making chips and you're not using potatoes, then frankly, you should go and dine Do You would really like them. I don't think you remember them, but we dipped them in, um, I think we dipped them in panko. We baked them. Of course we dipped them in freaking panko. And they were really, really nice. Okay. Okay. Look up on the blog then. Um, what were they? Baked? Uh, baked cheesy courgette chips, they're called. Okay. Fair look enough. them up. They're really, really tasty All right. Question, please. What's the worst thing you've ever put in your mouth? I can't, t- I can't actually say that. Being <laughs> decent, really and this was. is from Lana from Scotland. Oh, actually, I can tell you one of the worst things I had in my mouth um, that I can talk about was horse meat because not because it doesn't taste very nice, because it does. Um, I like but it. we were too given, gamey. Eh? too gamey. I didn't like it. Ah, uh, gamey. I um, yeah, it, it was quite. But no, we were given horse as part of an exotic meats hamper to try, and we thought in our early blogging naivety, oh, that's fine. We'll do a we did a Croatian horse stew, didn't we? That's right, we did with Noki, and it was really, really good. It It was really good, slow cooked, absolutely fine. And I thought, yep, stick that on the internet. No problem at all. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, People was, did not react well. No, to it, horse was, it was like we'd gone around to each individual follower of our website and just shot on the floor. There yeah. was, I've never known anger like it. It's like, I'm not going around and killing horses. This is, you know, this is a meat that was it, it was reared and, you know, that kind of stuff that yeah. was killed. It's not like we've just shot. Black it's not like we shot Black Beauty and Minster up. But what I've learned since is actually welfare in terms of raising horses for meat. Isn't great So now I understand oh, okay. Why a lot of people Got upset about it It's absolutely fair enough But my word I I'm... think people are just Upset at the thought Of eating horse Yeah which is You know I mean What people were saying is It's oh, I've seen that in eating dog I said, like, Well I'm not eating dog Am I I'm eating horse so let's you know, let's keep the argument on track. But I can now see why people got upset about it. And that was definitely the very first lesson we've ever learned. We would never dare post that again. Good. No, I think we've actually deleted it from the blog, <laughs> haven't we? I think we have. If people it, get people were getting too upset about it. If it raised that much anger with five thousand members now with like three hundred thousand, honestly. Well the worst lynched? thing I've ever had also gets people upset is that we tried whale meat. Yeah. In Oslo. I didn't like that at all. We didn't know though, in our defence, we didn't know we were getting whale meat, did we? <laughs> Because we went, we went to this restaurant. Um... We went for the pork knuckle. Yeah, <laughs> said that before. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're calling it? I um, yeah, we, it was a famous. It's quite a famous restaurant in Oslo, and uh, their own pretty much only dish that they do is this huge pork knuckle, which is slow cooked for ages. Okay? Nice. Ages, but anyway, and that was really nice. But the starter came out, and it was this little kind of. Slab, very thin slice. It was like Mm. black, wasn't it? It was black, but it had the consistency of like fat Mm. that you cut off a bit of pork. Mm. And it just tasted fishy. It was awful. It took Mm. forever to chew, and I just didn't like it at all. Yeah. Not a fan. That's probably the worst thing I've had. I'm just saying, you know how big a whale is? Yeah. How many friggin' portions was there? (laughs) I got out of that. Must have been there for days cutting that poor bugger up. Did you know um, a blue whale? When a blue whale fart, the bubble... No, no, I just I wanted to get this out because it's a fact that's always amused me. Okay. The bubble from a blue whale's fart holds a fully grown horse. Does it really? Yeah? <laughs> fun fact for you there. Well, there we go. It's not really necessarily <laughs> a fun fact, but there you go. Shall I have one more? Well, a great way to wrap up the episode. Do you want another one? Meg from Cardiff says, what's your favourite flavour Pringle? My favourite flavour Pringle. <gasps> Gherkin. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Where do we have that? We had that in well, New York, now. I think. Gherkin flavor Pringles. Yeah, yeah. Tell you what, the fucking worst one was what? The um, prosecco flavor last year. Oh God, yeah. Or the mint choc chip flavor because he thinks, oh, I really fancy some oh, ice cream flavored potato crisps. I haven't tried that one. It's disgusting. Yeah. But the the gherkin—I think they call it dill pickle. Yeah, that was really really nice. Well, we had that whole tube in like ten minutes. I agree. But when we went back, they, it must have been a limited edition one because they didn't sell anymore. Life is cruel. It was very cruel. But there you go. Didn't we have a squid one in Tokyo as well? We had all sorts of things in Tokyo. Well, the problem is with Tokyo, we didn't know what we were eating, did we? (gasps) No, I know what we had. We had a lemonade flavour one in Tokyo. No, we didn't. We did. did We we had a lemonade. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Didn't taste of anything. We had to use the Translate app on our phone to figure out what it was. Yeah, And it was lemonade. Oh, well. There you go. The more you know. So, my My favourite one would probably... I'm going to be really boring, actually. I'm just going to say vinegar, Which I know is really dull, but you can't go around... Your favourite one. Yeah. You go dill pickle. Yeah, I'll go do pickle. And we'll both agree that anything with Prosecco should just be stricken out of all existence. pull down the drink. It's disgusting. Yeah. Don't understand the Prosecco thing. So if uh, you agree okay. with us, send your Prosecco hate along to us at, at 2 chubby cubs everywhere. And if you want to send us Pringles, we are both fat people and we would love free crisps. So that's oh. absolutely fine. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Yeah. Bye. Definitely not doing bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye.